Hey guys, and welcome back to Playtime Podcast Series 3, Episode 4. Uh, I'm back with my boy, Charlie, um, and it is good to be back on se- uh, Season 3, Episode 4. Already in there, loving it. We're powering through, mate. Already We're- four episodes in. Exactly. How many episodes do we usually do? About 10 each season, right? No, we do like 20. Oh, wow. How do I not know that? <laughs> It all there's, merges there's into a, one. There's a lot of things you don't know. Every time yeah. you do the intro, you say like it's an episode before, well, it's, episode it's, after. It's difficult to keep track, mate, with the amount of episodes we do every week. Exactly. And keep track of like the fun we have. Yeah, I know, right? So this week, we're going to talk about relationships and an age gap. Yeah. I think this is a, it's a very interesting one because I think over the years, it's changed in terms of like men and women and women and men in terms of like the age gap normally is women date older guys mm. but more recently it's been a lot more open that older women are dating younger guys yeah i think also another interesting thing to tie into this as well is i think the age at which people get married and go into relationships is quite a lot later than our parents generation and yeah. older generations yeah 100% so i think that shifted quite a lot i don't know if it's a london thing well, I think I think it's a, it's, I think like you just said, it's a generation thing. You know, people also because of work and being more independent, mm. especially in women. Yeah, you know, they are not looking for relationship early doors. They're thinking of their career first. I think, which is a huge difference. Yeah, I do think it is definitely a London thing, though, because I do have friends that are outside of London that mm. are very much more relationship focused and have settled down a bit earlier. But yeah. The only obvious thing I can think of is why that of why that is the case is perhaps there's less choice in terms of dating. <laughs> less choice. Well, I, well, I, I, I'm stuck with a valid, you. It's a valid point. No, it's true. Less choice. I think maybe uh, maybe less opportunity in terms of all aspects. So maybe less opportunity with dating, but also less opportunity in work. What was it? Why would that matter? Well, because like I said before, the reasoning for why you're probably going to get married earlier if you're not in London, like you're saying, like obviously it's a London thing, mm. is because in the city of London, you've got way more opportunity to grow in businesses in whatever like domain you you do whereas if you're living in the countryside where it's a bit more quieter, it's probably harder. Is I that- I disagree, you know, because let me give this scenario to you. You're in London you've got all this still this opportunity on the professional side of things but there is a severe lack of females you're obviously going to be more inclined to settle down earlier right well you, regardless of your professional career yeah but you're talking about you you just said in london there's more opportunity i'm giving you the, the scenario where you're in right now but oh. but i'm changing the dynamics of like having less opportunity on on the on the front of having more access to women, basically. Okay, so you're saying that there's less opportunity for work, but more access to women. No, I'm gi- I'm giving you a hypothetical scenario, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. My my point is that I think that's the reason people tend to settle down more outside of London is because it's less of a active dating scene. Oh, okay, so you mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. I think it's um in London. It, do you think it's because there's too much choice. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's almost, I think it's actually a bit, it's almost not disgusting. That's a different, that's, that's the wrong <laughs> word to put it. But it's a bit like, it's, there's just an excess, isn't there? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, that's why I think dating apps are highly unhealthy. Mate, dating apps are, cr- like, it is, it's crazy that dating apps you don't even use anymore. I think dating apps, are, social media 
at present day is utilized for dating like like i said to you you know the girl who asked for my instagram the other day yeah it's like instead of actually getting my number whatever it's like oh what's your instagram and then we can dm on there or something it's like you know you it's also become very the dating is is too i'm not saying for us in that sense i'm saying dating has become too accessible Mm. too easy especially for london it you can you can literally have whoever you want whenever you want go to different bars meet different people all the time and i think technology plays massively into that when you think about our parents how they met or how they got to do things it wasn't they they didn't have a phone they didn't have whatsapp they didn't have instagram or twitter all these apps it was super simple back then yeah it's because they haven't had the scenario where they're like the grass is greener they without sort of discrediting or downplaying anyone who was in that time and how people met i know that a lot of people in my parents era would have met someone they liked and they're like ah oh, let's let's make this work yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Make work but nowadays you meet someone and then you're weighing it up it's like oh there's this girl she's got that yeah and then it's just because there's such a mass of different people yeah. and so much access you are probably also as well which is a bad thing you probably are a little bit you don't hold on to some things that are good sometimes yeah and you let it go like have you had scenarios in the past where you've dated someone and you've been a bit blase because you've just had so much going on yeah like on the girls front that you look back at it and you're like ah oh, i probably shouldn't have been that dismissive a hundred percent i think also you 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 feel like well i can find someone who's got something more than what this person has given me now mm. all the time because of the accessibility of social media and you're like constantly also on instagram or t- or twitter or tiktok whatever it is the algorithm will push like anything that you kind of like and if you're liking loads of girls it will go oh this girl is in london that, that this cafe and you're like, oh she's quite fit and then you like look at her and then you you're distracted you're so easily distracted these days with dating that you can i find it's really hard to like solely focus on one person and it has to something I think it gets to a point where you yourself has to have to actively stop it. Yeah. And go, okay, well, do I want something actually quite serious now? How do I put in place the right tools to make sure it does happen and I don't get bored of someone that I think probably is good for me? 100%. I think the whole scenario of dating apps sort of, it stops you from appreciating what's in front of you sometimes. Mm, yeah. Like I've definitely had that scenarios where, I've like dated a girl and then I've just, I, I'm not proud of it or anything, but like I've dated a girl. It's it like, we really got on yeah. really well, but then I'm just sort of like dating multiple people yeah. or not at the same time. But do you know what I mean? Like what, what is your view on that? Actually dating multiple people? Like, do you think it's a, is it wrong to do? Or is that allowed to, it's, I, I guess if you're not exclusive of anyone or if, you gone on maybe one or two dates with one person mm. do you think you're allowed to be dating other girls at the same time dates yes yeah. and until it's I, I don't think it's legit to be sort of sleeping with multiple people at the same time if you're dating someone yeah no no it's true but yeah. have it, you have i has that happened <laughs> well i mean not in a proper dating capacity where yeah. i'm like fully even when i'm kind of like not 
exclusive or we haven't had that chat, generally, if I am sort of like interested in someone, I just won't feel the need to to date anyone mm. else anyway. Yeah, yeah. Are, no, you, are you the same? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're... I guess when you when you meet the right person and it feels right, that's it. You kind of everything else goes out the window. But when when do you find that right person though? When when does that happen for you? Well, it's just a click. I you can't really describe it. Yeah. It's kind of just like you, you get on well, yeah. you're enjoying it. Yeah. I, what I, I don't. What I don't are, personally, like, I don't. I don't think too much into it. I don't deep it. I kind of just <laughs> go in the moment, and I'm like, this is nice. Let's do you, Do you have any criteria in terms of? Like what you think about when you were like early twenties to now late twenties, mm. what has anything changed in your criteria of what you're looking for in a girl? <laughs> in a, in a mm, that's a, that's quite a hard question. In a possible girlfriend, I think it probably definitely has changed over the years. Probably definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what what's the situation for you? Do you think? I think when because I was, I, I've never really thought about it, and that's that's quite a. Uh, Difficult question. What What do you think? Well, I I think if you're when I was younger, the search for a girlfriend was very minimal. It wasn't like oh, I when I was dating, I wasn't thinking oh, she could be you know, she could be quite good for me or whatever like that. It was mm. more like oh, I'm having fun. I want to go out. That's what it was for me. Um, so I guess I didn't have a criteria. It wasn't like oh, I'm looking for this. So I think when I was younger, I was. Ex- experimenting and experiencing dating experiencing different women and going oh this is like really fun to now where i am now i've got a closer idea of what i want in a relationship and what i know i'm probably gonna like on dislike with a girl yeah so there's 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 it's not like a huge list it's Mm. more like now i go okay well i don't like a party girl or i want someone who's driven or all these little things are now, whereas before I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think that's something that's changed for you very recently, though, because until, well, let's let's give this example. When I first met you, you were very single, right? <laughs> yes, I was. Um, <laughs> and that's sort of how you had been for quite a long time prior to me mm. meeting you as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, since Maver, probably, right? Yeah, 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 100%. Um, and it's only sort of over the last, I'd say, like six to 12 months that you have adopted more of a stance that you are sort of actively looking well not actively looking but you're you would you would very much be open to like seeing someone yeah i think you're kind of a bit done with being single aren't you yeah yeah and I, i think you get to a stage where you're like it's exactly that i'm done being single it's not like oh i want a relationship i want i want to be yeah a boyfriend i it's more whew, i've done it now yeah i've had a lot of fun and it's the same thing every weekend. Mm. You go to a night out, you meet someone, you hook up. Cool. Yeah. And there's no, and it, it was getting to the point where I'd wake up in the mornings. <laughs> Don't get wrong. I wasn't like, I hate myself. It was just like, I'd wake up and like, ah, oh, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm, 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 I've, I've done this so many times. It's a bit meaningless, right? It's meaningless. It, it, it feels, you, you feel weirdly enough like, I wouldn't. I don't know if empty is the right word, but you you don't feel you don't feel connected. And I think when you, especially when you share, you know, that intimacy with someone, you know, it's 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 a it's a powerful thing. You know, you doing that constantly all the time, and you get to a point where you're just what, what am I what am I searching for now? Because I'm getting I'm getting the sex. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm getting, that's what I want, right? That's the, the, the goal at the end of the day. Like, that's what I wanted. I'm attracted to you. Great, sweet. We hook up, epic. But then what else are you looking for? And I think that's where I'm at now where I was like, I'm looking for something more than just the, the intimate the sexual intimacy i'm looking for i think the emotional intimacy that i've been lacking for so many years mm-hmm. that i'm now getting now which is really like a good change for me so do you think it's you becoming more self-aware that that's a void that you were wanting to fill for a long time or you have just sort of had a change in heart i think it's a bit of both i think it was definitely like a a, a void i think i was searching for intimacy regardless of the sex but I was searching for some sort of intimacy. So I was channeling that in a more sexual way. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm, I can hook up this girl and then I'll get some sort of intimacy that I'm looking for. But actually the realistic thing was I was actually looking for the emotional intimacy, which I hadn't had in years. Yeah. So do you think as a person, you are someone who requires a lot of intimacy? <sighs> yes and no. I don't know if I can answer it that way. When I'm single, I'm fine on my own. Like I love my independency. Like I love being on my own. When I get home from work or a long day of shoot or whatever it is, the only thing I want to do is put on friends, eat some food and chill on myself. Like honestly, like there's nothing, there's nothing more I love. But I am someone when, you know, I remind myself when I was in my first relationship I really enjoyed that companionship, right? Mm. So now that I kind of have that now, the intimacy is really high and it's like that kind of feeling is sparked back into me and I'm like, oh, I really enjoy this. And now I'm enjoying spending my evenings with that special person more than on my own. Of course. I think a valid thing to say though is you need to write, you need to find the person that clicks with you that you can do that with because you can't just have a switch where you're like oh any girl i meet i'm going to have that with yeah because of course for me personally if i'm not feeling that way about someone i just i just be like i don't want to do that with you yeah yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah. that i mean you can't fake um emotional intimacy but do you think some people do because people yeah. don't i i feel like I have. I feel like I know a lot. You have, yeah. Oh, I have. In what, with, as in when you were seeing previous girls? Or? Yeah, yeah, I have in the sense that I, and this is, God, this sounds probably really sad, but in the sense that I really wanted, um, like, a connection. Mm. So I would like, I don't want to say force, but I would like try to do, try to be a little bit more cute or like a bit more cuddly just because I was like, Ooh. oh, you <laughs> that's, that's not what i was doing but i was trying to be more okay, mate. yeah like, <clears throat> anyway uh yeah you know obviously no, no, i would no. i would actively be more tactile just to i guess because i was lacking in that department i wanted it but it was with the wrong girl yeah and i think that's when you're like well that's when you're wasting your time and that's why there's this endless kind of like vicious circle where you yeah you consistently do it because you want it but then you're doing it with the wrong girls so you end up filling this void that we were talking about that isn't healthy yeah do you think then that you on that level you struggle to connect with people a lot because that's not meant in a negative way because i definitely feel that i don't connect with people on that level easily yeah you are i think 
you struggle with that way more than me. Do you do you feel that way as well though? Yeah, hundred percent. But mine is probably I don't understand it, right? And I don't know if you agree with this. Mm. Why is it that you can meet someone absolutely drop dead gorgeous? Yeah. Funny, epic, but there's nothing there. And you're like, what? Why? Like, why, why, why? And then when you do meet someone, which you are completely surprised by, and you've got this instant connection, you're like, how did that happen, though? It's it's being on the same wavelength yeah. with your conversation and how you're thinking. Mm. Because even speaking to some girls, like, a dating app's a bad, uh, a bad example of this, but it, it, on a very surface level... Some people, you just start talking and it's really easy. Yeah. Other people, you're like, fuck me, this is so difficult. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it, I think that's a big part of it, just like being on the same thought process yeah. and your how, your humour, how you see things. Okay, so what does it take for a girl to manage to get Charlie Radnage? What What would the... Um... Not much. <laughs> what Raffles. <laughs> no, what would it... What does it take for... If I, if you would have to have five bullet points in mm. what you want in a relationship with a girl and what she needs to have, personality and looks, put them both together, five points, what would it be? So, I think a big thing for me is they've got to have not... People say, like, oh, banter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no one goes, banter. <laughs> no, no, like, you see you see a lot of people, like, saying, like, oh, banter, mate, and stuff like this. Yeah. But, it like, that sort of, they need to be on the same wavelength as me because I've got a very dry sense of humour. Mm. And a lot of people misinterpret that when they first meet you. Even you misinterpret that when you first, first met him. Right, like, this guy's fucking, it's fucking rude. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo. Um, so someone who's on the same wavelength in that sense who just gets it. So I guess someone who's very... Um, emotionally intelligent and aware, yeah, yeah. socially mm. of how things work, how to interact with people. I usually hit it off best with people like that. Okay, so number one, so socially and emotionally aware, like, like I'd say, like emotionally intelligent, emotionally like, intelligent. Okay, like cool. very strong socially. Okay, so number two, um, that that's the second point. Second point, so strong, strong socially. Okay, strong socially. Yeah. Um, three would be confidence. Yeah. Good for one. like good values okay and in values are you talking about values in terms of what like just general life day-to-day things and or family uh, the full package the so full package. you know family like general life going out i don't necessarily want to go out with someone who's um you know not uh respecting themselves yeah, that's. I want to go into that after your, your fifth. T- the fifth fi- the final thing would be someone who can like give it back to me and like put me in my place. I, I love I, that. I, I, re- I really need that. Yeah, because someone who is too sort of placid and oh mate, just there. I just get a bit like to be completely honest. I just get a bit bored. But also going into that point, right? And it sounds really, really bad. Even the nicest guy or the most respectful guy dating someone who's a guess. I don't know if the word placid is the right word, but it is describing what we're trying to say. Someone who is kind of just like, oh, whatever, babe, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Or like just, and we've dated a girl who was very much like that. Um, you end up taking advantage. 
Mm. And I'm not saying you'll cheat or whatever, but you take advantage of the fact that this is too easy. Whatever I'll do, you'll always be there. Yeah. And it's really sad because you end up becoming someone that you're not because there's not enough fire in the other person to be able to go, don't fucking do that. Respect me in that way. There's a, there's a there's a, a really an attractive thing by a a partner putting your putting putting it in your place. Yeah, like it's it, it to be completely honest, it's just quite boring and a pretty miserable existence if you're just like um in a relationship with someone who's just a yes man. Mm. Um, and there's something about compromise. And someone pushing back on stuff you're saying that's very sort of attractive and also just good for you, I mm, think, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, So I true. think that's a big, big part of it for sure. Yeah, no, those are really good, um, good points actually to the v- values and putting someone putting you in your place. I think is really, really important. The uh, the other thing I was going to talk about um, off the back of what you were saying mm. is how do you manage? How do you manage? love with someone and your compatibility with someone where you're like oh my god this person is really right for me and everything seems you know like it's the perfect thing she she checks off all those five points however there is one thing that she is a bit of a it's a huge red flag you know like what though so it could be anything so i was going to go into the terms of someone who's a bit of a over party girl or someone who see ha- for me i don't actually a party girl isn't red flag for me okay so uh, i'm gonna give you other one so yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 okay so someone who loves a party who maybe also likes to do lots of drugs or um a person who has a lot of guys as friends or um is naturally over flirty with everyone mm. like how do you manage that you would have a com- it depends how far down the line you are i think first of all first of all yeah you know if you if you meet them straight up and they're like right we need to have a conversation before we get started <laughs> yeah, yeah you need to stop talking to other guys <laughs> now it's like we i met you like 10 minutes ago all your guy mates tell yeah. them it's over yeah right write a message now let's compose it <laughs> yeah universal message to all the boys yeah. <laughs> no um i think once you're properly dating someone it's legit to have a conversation and just yeah. say look i'm I feel this way. It makes me slightly uncomfortable when you're over flirty with a lot of guys. You, I know that's not your intention, but that's how I feel sometimes. So maybe you should, not maybe you should respect. <laughs> maybe you should respect my authority. <laughs> no, you know, uh, that's how I feel about it. I know no bad intentions meant, but okay. That, so how do you feel. how do you feel about the the guy best friend? The guy best friend. Because mm. um, hey, every girl probably has a guy best friend I see i don't mind them having guy best friends but it's when probably their best friends with exes okay i let me give you a situation a mm. scenario okay oh babe um i'm just going uh for a weekend away with my best friend all right and you're like oh who, who are you going with well yeah that's weird. <laughs> and then she's she's like obviously she's like oh you know that'd be weird for you know anyone, you know mate. you know darren you know <laughs> my good old pal darren <laughs> and she, and you're like darren that's, that's darren. really nice oh darren you say the same bad <laughs> and she's like yeah we're just going for like you know he's organized his really cool like bed and breakfast you know but we're don't worry babe we're we're gonna be we, we've got two double beds so it's absolutely fine we're not going to share in a bed obviously 
How does that make you feel? Would you would you would you say anything? Would it annoy you? Would you be a bit like, why the hell are you just going on a, like a romantic trip away with your best friend? Well, if I'd never met the guy before, yes, I would be weird about it. What if you'd met him? Well, if I'd met him and I'd sussed that he's a, just a really good mate, that's fine. But if I'd met him, sus he's a really good mate, but he is an ex, I'd be like, that's weird. Well, yeah, no, that I mean, I think if you're, we've covered that, that topic before, like, pfft, nah. If no you, you've got, if you've got, uh, if if I date a girl and she goes, oh, I'm really friendly with my ex, I'm like, yeah, we're not dating. There's uh, there's no point. There's no way we're going to be dating. I I think naturally, if you are, if, this is guy or girl being respectful of your partner. If I'm dating someone new and I've got, I'm Lucy still friends with someone that I had a previous history with. I'm naturally kind of letting go, just because why would I be super friendly with someone that I've been intimate with in that way and had some sort of like dating history whilst I'm dating someone new who knows probably of that. It's mm. it's not really respectful. And the same thing, vice versa. If I, if, you know, the girl is dating, well, sorry, the girl dated this guy, whatever it is, they kind of were intimate at one point as well. And they're still really good friends. That's a huge red flag. Like that's, yeah. I'm like, nope, goodbye. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think... To be fair, you're really you are very like hardline about that. I know you are. Yeah. With with girls, you've had anything in the past. You don't even like like photos, speak to them. No. Bye. Like sometimes you'll be like, oh mate, like you know, I've got some of these girls messaging me <laughs> from when I was single, and I just can't reply. Yeah. Um. While I'm seeing someone else, and I'm like, fair play. That's like really, it, that's really good. It's happened recently. It's, um, it, you don't even entertain and just say like you know, like so it's, it happened recently and. Um, this girl that I had hooked up with, really lovely girl, like cool girl, no no issues. We've always been friends. Yeah, we've known her for like a couple of years. She recently messaged me saying, "Oh, I'm in London. Let's hang out." And I said, I messaged her back saying, "Look, um, just to be completely honest with you, I'm dating someone quite seriously right now, and I don't think it'd be really respectful on her, and also I don't really want to to see you." Um, I hope you can understand. I hope you have a good time in London. She replied back with like this huge message. Oh, no, no. But like, I wouldn't want to see you in that way anyway. Like, I just thought it'd be good to catch up and all that. I didn't reply. And I I don't know if I'm wrong for that, for not replying after it. But it was like, she still wanted to see me. But I had already said what I said. So for have, me, it was like... Do you like hooked up before? Yeah. Properly? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely no. Do you know what You've I mean? Like, the right thing. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Because... I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. It's it's like just for the record. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm a good guy. <laughs> but I think there there's just levels of respect where you have to just understand the sit fucking hell. There's a there's not normally flies in our studios, by the way, but there's a fly and it's huge. How does he get in? How does he get in? Okay, so he's, he's on the light. Wait, wait, wait. What are you gonna do? No, 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 leave it there, leave it there. It's fine, it's fine. We'll call him Jerry. Jerry the fly. Welcome, Jerry. <laughs> She said that in a psychopathic way. <laughs> Welcome, Jerry. Also, um, to not moving along from this conversation, but can we talk about Charlie's Tash? What do we think? What do we rate it? At the moment, it's it's had about four or five days of growth. No, I'm joking. It's just from this morning. Um, no, I love it. What, what do you What do you reckon? I think it's given you a whole new look. Do you reckon it gives me a good, good and the stubble vibe? as well looks really nice, like a bit of stubble. 
the thicker tash. Yeah, I'm going to grow it out a bit more. I don't want it to be to the point where I can whisk it or anything. Thing is, my my uh, facial hair is a little bit blondy, blondy. That's what I like, though. That's what I'm thinking, right? Look yeah. at Lloyd and look at me. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I was like, oh, he turned his back. <laughs> I'm going to grow out for a little bit longer. See where it goes and uh go from there really but um <laughs> go just, from there yeah exactly i i'll i'll just gauge the feedback yeah probably, I, probably gauge the feedback this evening There's yeah quite a few people i haven't seen in a while yeah exactly like, what the fuck is that <laughs> yeah yeah get that off your fucking top yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like it i think it's uh it's giving you a new look thanks it's giving you a new vibe i think you'll get a a whole new category of women oh yeah yeah what, what are those category women who like tashes okay yeah it, do you think it's uh i've always thought tashes are a little bit like whenever i see someone dressed with a tash i'm like mm. <laughs> do you know oh, what i mean you creep but do you do you think they're uh, a good thing to have on a man um i think you suit it yeah like <laughs> i think when i see you know what i don't think actually this is what i think yeah so when i see a guy who's got a predominantly black beard very dark and a dark tash mm. and all he's got is the dark tash with no stubble beard you look weird okay so that's another thing because i was actually speaking to my barber went for a haircut the other day in um london barber shout out go <laughs> check him out um and um i was like do you think i should dye it and he was like no don't do that because basically back in the day when i was at school we used to do november you know, yeah you know what november is yeah, but they still do it now it's not like yeah. just in school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but as in, it used to be a really big thing that yeah, everyone yeah. used to grow out because everyone was like, oh, I've just hit puberty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can grow them stats. I'm, I'm still hitting that puberty. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everyone, to make their tash thicker, used to get a uh, beard dye. No way. And used to put it on their tash. So I used to have like uh, a complete jet black tash. <laughs> It was. It, it wasn't as thick as it is now. Um, I love that. I could so imagine you. So, were... I, like, obviously, having done it in the past, I thought that was just a normal thing to do. And he's like, "That is weird." <laughs> that is no, yeah. no, don't do that. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be that person. No. With also, like, I could see you with the 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 dye just waiting there to for it to set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, that going back to what I was saying. Mm. The darker the tash, the weirder it looks. Whereas, because you've got a blonde tash, yeah. I think it looks better because okay. it kind of blends in with you. Mm. So it's not, you kind of look, you go, oh, you've been growing your tash. <laughs> That's what I see. That, I like it. It's, it's, a, it's a good look. Okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give it a bit of a test run. Comment below if uh, you like a man with a tash. Yeah. And comment below if you think I should get rid or keep. Yeah, get rid or keep the tash. I love it. Um, something that we kind of bypassed from the beginning of this uh, podcast is that we were talking essentially about age gap and we actually didn't cover that at all. We did not. So um, I think we we briefly, we got diverted, didn't we? And we said, you know, a lot of it is to do with generational thing, being inside and outside of yeah, London, how yeah, that's yeah. changed a lot. But with an age gap for me personally i have only been in serious relationship well my only serious relationship was someone that's older than me yeah um but the age gap wasn't huge probably yeah. like four years has been the max yeah yeah i how, well, how okay so before i i i say my piece on it how did you find the the gap a, dating a, a woman older than you how did you find that yeah i mean good but what, what, was, why yeah. but it ended so what why did you do you think well it's not did it anything have like, to do with age <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't think so. like, by the way is this your serious girl your ex your serious ex yeah she was four years older than you 
Three or four, yeah. <laughs> yes, boy. <laughs> why, why, why? Nice, because you were at uni, right? Yeah. So, she, wait, I'm really confused. You were at the same uni? No, she's at another as in the same uni in a different town. Okay, and she was... In, sorry, in the same town, but different uni. Okay, and she was... Pretty three, much the same uni. And she was three years older than you? Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe she was just like... Um, but she was in I the same she, year? Well, she. I think she had just like done a few things before uni. Gap year. Gap year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so interesting. So that's different though, because I guess you kind of still grew up at the same time. Um, what about now, at your age, would you date someone who's, who's older than you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like age doesn't really play into it massively. I guess, though, it sounds bad, but you've also got to think about kids. Mm -hmm. And I definitely want kids. Yeah. And I think, from my understanding, I'm very undereducated on this. And I probably should get more educated. But I think um, it's very difficult for women to have kids after the age of like 35, isn't it? 35 is the one. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a, it's really interesting. Uh, there's a study that's just, well, hasn't just come out, but it's been more um, prevalent at the moment that also men, their sperm count goes down after the age of 35. So it's not just women. Well, Ollie Locke has just, he's about to release a, mm. um, a show on it. Yeah. He was talking to us about it when we were, when we were skiing yeah. with him, um, which would be really interesting. I'm excited to watch that. Um, but it's all about how sperm count over like the past several hundred years is just, going like that because yeah. of our lifestyles yeah, of course. like the stuff we eat yeah um all these different factors and yeah it's pretty it's pretty bad yeah no it's it's quite it's quite it's quite scary but uh, uh yeah going back to the sorry we dive no no i know i really want to go in that topic as well but i was like we're gonna we're never gonna talk about the maybe age gap should, thing maybe we should get ollie on to talk about that i'd love that actually yeah. that'd be really cool because that comes out and then we can talk about the uh, the show and how he did it because he was telling me about loads of different things of like what he had to do to um help his sperm being healthier yeah and one, all these things eating more nuts and stuff here's one for you okay this is something i learned from him okay. so is it a more favorable environment for sperm generation for your balls to be really warm all the time <laughs> or really cold um i'm gonna assume that it's better for them to be warm it's actually better for them to be cold what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, then those ice baths are really helping then. So apparently your balls being really um, sort of tightly... Compact. Compact with these boxes and very warm and overheated all the time is a really inferior environment for sperm. Oh, no. Yeah. I wear like lycra so boxes. Let it loose, baby. Let it loose. Yeah. Okay, you heard it here. Let that, your balls that, flow. That's something I learned just from speaking to him for about five minutes about it. But let's 100% get him on. I think it'd be a really interesting topic. Wow, I'm doing it all wrong because I wear quite compact boxes. I, f and I train all the time. So I, I like feeling like it's, you know, safe there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want it to like get caught in the bar or something. Yeah, or like, you know, the ball comes out yeah, the shorts. I need to do a bicep curl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, not you today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should get him on and do that. But back to the topic. So age gap, what are your thoughts? Ah, so I've always dated older girls. Always. Always have. Is, so uh Newbay, she The younger. Really? Yeah, she's twenty three. No way. Mm, she just turned twenty three. No way. Yeah, but she also, you wouldn't think. Where is she from? So her dad's French, mum's English, but she was brought up in New Zealand. Oh wow. Yeah. So you've got a similar family background, apart Come. from 
Apart from one's the UK, one's New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. Fathers... Do you speak together? Do you speak French together? No, she can't. She doesn't really speak French. Oh. Which I kind of. I'm also like, babe. Like, how how do you have a do French you get learning? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to use this app? Oh yeah, yeah Babbel. Yeah, Babbel. <laughs> if you use Babbel, you you get. You, you, you took on that ad specifically as a, as a little hint. Per, yeah, right? yeah, 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 babe. Use that. You see my recent post on Babbel? <laughs> yeah. Use my discount code. Miles ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 50%. Yeah, 50. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but she doesn't, no, she doesn't speak um, French at all. Like she can, she understands it a little bit, uh, but I do think nowadays, and I think I'm going to, I speak to her in French every now and again, so I think it, she should get learning. I was like, how do you have a French dad and you don't speak French? What's, so that's going to change, babe. What's, he just speaks her and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, 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 exactly. She, like, no, it'll but, work one day. <laughs> well, trust me, in a few years time, <laughs> yeah. when you're not together. No, yeah. but I, uh, it's funny because when I talk to her in French she doesn't listen and she just goes oh that's so sexy yeah and I'm like babe I'm not it's not sexy chat right now talk to you in French so you can respond to me in French she's like oh we oui, papa and I'm like no <laughs> no fine okay fine let's have sex <laughs> um, no so anyway so she's she's younger and I we actually went for our first dinner date uh, two nights ago how was it? Talk us through. Oh, so good, man. Meraki. Anyone who likes Greek food, go to this restaurant. It's in Central. It's called Meraki. It is unbelievable. Talk us through what you had for dinner. Because so, I, you know, I'm not actually that much of a Greek food fan. Bro, this you'll 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 fucking love it. You'll yeah. honestly really love it. So it was they do this thing called egg roti, and it's basically roti. Yeah, ro oh, roti. Yeah, I don't know. It's like tomato, tomato. Anyway, okay, sorry, carry okay. on. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm being pedantic. Egg roti. Yeah. Uh, so they have like, it's finely chopped potatoes that are baked, bit crispy, and then they've got three fried eggs on top, and then they squash it, mix it all around, and they cut it in pieces. It sounds super simple, like eggs and chips, basically, but it isn't. It's so good, the way they cook it. Um, and then we had some aubergine in this hot plate, and then they mash it all up, and we had like loads of pita, uh, hummus. The 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 the, uh, the vision I'm getting is everything you described. They mash it all up. A, get a fish. Fucking mash it all up. Here we go, sir. Here's your dessert: chocolate cake. Just got just got a dedicated guy called like like Pablo. Pa no, like Zaki or something. It comes in and. Comes in and he's just like <laughs> every time there's a play, Zakios. <laughs> um, so, but the thing is, they did it quite a few times. So now you say it, it's actually true. They did it with the aubergine, they did it with the egg roti, and they did it with another did my one. Water as well, <laughs> yeah. fucking soaked. <laughs> water? No, I'm good. No, 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 please, please, <laughs> please no not more. Again. You sure? <laughs> no more. Wine, sir. Red. <laughs> <laughs> um fuck it i'm sweating <laughs> so yeah so i had some mashed up greek food yeah but yeah no so talking about the date so we it was our first uh proper date because we've done like wakeboarding yeah. gym dates work for like a really nice walk lunch date all that kind of stuff so it was quite exciting to do our first like dinner date um you know what as well i think it's really great to leave a dinner date to a little bit further along yeah same. doing a dinner date straight away is way too much we spoke about it on the uh, actually on the day i said i prefer doing it later because on the first date you're trying to get to know each other and it's this awkward kind of like so hey and you're eating and it's it's a weird like very serious environment yeah whereas 
I feel like when you do activity dates in the beginning, you get to really know someone and you have, it's a bit more playful, you feel more comfortable around the person. And then when you get to know each other a little bit more, you're on that level where you're like, okay, now I want to take you out properly and like really treat you. Because going on a dinner date also is fucking expensive. Oh yeah, for sure. You're like a a lot of money down and not to be a cheapskate, obviously I'll always pay for for drinks when I go for a date with someone. But for, I think James Smith says this actually, he says it's about dating. He's like, the biggest sort of life hack I've had when I was single is every time I go on a first date, I just go for a coffee, like yeah. a walk and a coffee. Yeah. You can decide whether you like them literally within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And you've got an easy exit if it doesn't work for both exactly. of you. Yeah, so you're yeah. not uncomfortable for the whole date rather than going to some flashy restaurant. Also, this is quite a good topic. Do you think there's a pressure for guys to go to these sort of places in London. Because yes. I think there is hugely. 100%. I know loads of guys who fall into the trap of feeling like they need to go to some like really extravagant bar or restaurant. But that's because that's what nowadays women have been asking for. Like everything you see in social media is these girls who want you to like take, take me out fancy dinners, pay for this, all this. So every man nowadays what they see on social media is like, okay when i take a girl out i'm gonna have to take her to like you know duck and waffle the rooftop dinner and it costs like 400 quid for a meal and you it's- know what i think girls would probably be a little bit turned off by that personally but you say that but probably but there is still the pressure of a guy thinking that's what he has to do yeah 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 no 100 percent. because i know a lot of guys all that used to basically pull out all the stops first mm. date you're setting the bar so high for yourself and also you're overcompensating other departments to make up for p- potentially not having mm. good connection with someone yeah 100 percent. and it's just but also when you do that you automatically build a fake character mm. because what you're doing essentially is going okay i need to do this because i think that's what she wants so when you're in the mentality of i think that's what she wants you then turn up to the date being someone that you're not because you're thinking I think she wants this date and I think she wants this type of guy and that is the most wrong thing you could ever do on a first date and when you first meet someone that you you possibly think you could you know like you have to turn up as yourself and this is what I've learned recently like my first date with Amelie was I was like a child I was so like giddy I was I even said to her I was like I don't reckon well it's not like I don't recognize myself. I was like, I'm normally not like this. Like I'm acting like I'm with Charlie or Temps right now, having a fucking good time and just being myself. And it's quite scary. And she, the first thing she said is that like, I love the fact that you are you because I like that person. And then when we went on this dinner date, it was a bit deeper. It was a bit more, we spoke about some, you know, deeper topics and getting to know each other on that that sort of level but i'm so glad that we did all of the other fun stuff before Mm. to really show each other's characters off and who we are as people and if we actually match and we do and that's why it's going really really well it's because of the fact that we've actually stripped down this bravado and this image of like what we need to do and how we should turn up on a date we're who we are and if you like me great if you don't who cares yeah it's definitely a maturity thing because Mm. i think we probably also were subject to that sort of mindset when we first started dating in London. Oh, my we were God, like, oh yeah, fucking like, a hundred percent. Like it's and it, it it still plays into our characters where you're like, oh, let, you know, I'll go bluebird. I'll show, you know, look at me. Oh, you want a drink? I'll get you a drink. Yeah. You do, and it's and it. But, so the but also, like, do you all guys want to drink? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone, <laughs> who wants something? Yeah, Twice on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you're big dog, <laughs> and trust me, I've done that 
a lot of times. But I think also that's because, but also the end goal <coughs> is very different, I think. When you're in that situation, in that headspace, yeah. what are you thinking, really? You're not thinking, I want uh, this girl that I've just taken out to be my girlfriend. You're thinking, she's going to be so impressed by me. You're thinking so much about her thinking oh my god what a guy like he's got everything sorted his life is sweet he knows that you know you're like hey bro how you doing oh yeah yeah bro yeah and you you, you act like this big dog and it's actually just because the end goal is actually not wanting a uh something serious you're like okay this is going to be something fun for me when you realize that being vulnerable to someone on a date is more of a turn on for a girl than it is to Whoa. put on a bravado Whoa. that's when you start to like get somewhere with building like Bro. more of a like deeper connection so talking about that so i so i kind of opened up with emily on our first dinner date and i said after i was like i'm i'm sorry i didn't mean to like kind of not rant but i didn't mean to like go this deep like i you know i felt a bit weird and she was like no no this is like so attractive and this is what I, I want and you forget as a man these days that being vulnerable is is okay because you you we get scared to be vulnerable because we think it's weak or we think it's not a good look and you have to you constantly have to put this face on of like I'm the man I'm good I'll take care of you and actually like you just said women find it way more attractive and well there's a again there's a difference between being vulnerable and being overly like yeah wet but there is that that fine line is is really important and you need to you need to open up to to the girl that you like yeah so for me i think the guy should take the lead on that front and how can you expect a girl to be vulnerable mm. with you if you're not being open with them yeah so true and it's like that is i think a really important thing on on dates maybe not the first day no no maybe some i i i don't like think like some to, not not like deep deep stuff but like what i mean is I, I actually spoke to a girl I went on a date with like a couple months back about this. She's like, oh, I went on a really bad date with someone. Um, he was literally just telling me how sort of like great he is, how everything's amazing mm. and like just basically showing off. And it kind of like clicked me. I was like, if you're, if you've got that uh, sort of take on things where you're just putting across all your good points how's that going to make the other person feel? Because everyone's human, right? Mm. Like they want to talk about stuff deeper than just like, oh, I'm fucking smashing life. I, Which I, is yeah. also probably massively untrue. You're just like fucking insecure, Oh yeah, mate. of course. And I, 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 if I could give one piece of advice on a date is really highlight the small successes or any successes of your partner of what they're saying. So if they're saying, oh, I did this. I was actually like quite happy about it. And, you have to champion that as much as possible. Not because you, you're like, oh yeah, I should just champion this for no reason. Like you're doing it because you actually care. That is something that I think really matters because I got it received. Getting it back to me was really, really weird. Like when we got, went on these dates and she was like, I was talking about like anything. It was like, oh, I did this shoot. It was really, really cool. I've I've got this in your job. <clears throat> and I, not that I downplay it, but I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, this is, it's my life. So I'm very used to it. And she was very much, oh my God, that's amazing, babe. You, you're you're smashing it, you're doing this. And you're just like, oh, oh, oh fuck, thanks, babe. That means a lot. And then you've got to do that again as well to, to them, like reciprocate that. Um, and I think it's really, really important to champion each other in in a dating and, and relationships. I think you, that's the mini spark, I guess, when I think about my previous relationships, why after the third year, it goes downhill sometimes. You get, 
take each other for granted. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think also that sort of transcends to also friendships as well. Mm. Being like bigging up your mates. Yeah. Like championing them, champion, bigging up your mates and championing, oh, can't say it. Championing. 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 And championing them. Yeah. Um, is a huge thing because there's a, especially in male friend groups a yeah. lot of the time, it's fucking banter all the time. Of course. And it's just like everyone roasting each other. Mm. But it's actually really nice when people get a bit more mature and start to like, you know, compliment each other and say, mate, you look sick today. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was really cool what you did there. Uh, that was a really nice thing to say. Yeah, man. yeah, like, yeah. 100%. Stuff. Those small things are, are mean way more than the big accolades or the big, you know, um, things that happen in your life. Whereas day to day, you know, Ten Loy, man, look at that style, man, looking sick. That's, you know, look, it, it, it's those small things that genuinely just help. Yeah, your day to day yeah. and also you know you know what i've something that my dad i spoke about this on my podcast on one of the podcasts before where um, there's when i used to take the bus every day to school um the bus driver used to be really unhappy and my dad always used to say you have no idea what he's gone through his day so always smile regardless and it got to the point where i kept on saying hey good morning he's like oh, whatever and it got to like i don't know the 10th time he was like oh good morning and he's always seen the same face and it's that thing where you could say one little thing. You don't know what someone's going through. That could genuinely change their whole day by just being a little bit more kind and respectful. That's such a good mindset to have. I, I literally experienced that on the other side the other day. Really? I was just like walking. Um, where was I? I think I might have been in the gym. Some guy, I'm just so used to everyone in London just like like giving no answers. Yeah. And he just like smiled at me and he was like, hey, how you doing, man? And I was, I was just like, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> So hey man, yeah, that, thanks. I'm like good. it's so yeah. unusual for that to happen in London. Um, true, and yeah, it's just a nice thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, you can't really do that to everyone, can you? No, you can't. I was actually talking. Uh, Amelie was telling me in in New Zealand, she was like, "Yeah, I was so not used to London. Like everyone talks to each other back in New Zealand." I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Yeah, every time you walk past someone, you go, oh, hey, how are you? You good?'" I was like, "I was like, do it now. We're walking down the street. There's about twenty different people. How are you going to do that in London? Yeah. It's impossible." So yeah, it it, it is really hard. Um. Just before we end this podcast, going back to the official topic that we still haven't fully, fully covered. Fully addressed. Uh, but the age gap, is it is it an issue further down the line? And I'll give you two scenarios and you can answer them and then we'll finish on this. Is it an issue further down the line if you're a young guy dating an older girl? And is it an issue down the line if you're a young girl dating an older guy? I think, well, I can only speak for myself, really, in that my point on the kids, yeah. that would be the only issue for me. But outside of that, I don't really see age as an issue. Yeah. Obviously, going to the lower end, obviously, within reason. Yeah. I think I probably wouldn't seriously date someone, like, below 20. Yeah, same. And even then, I think that's quite young. We know, I mean, we have friends who date, like that that age gap and I, I just don't understand I'm, I'm like whoa that's that's really young like when you're when you're maybe 23 24 it's okay mm. but when you're like 28 29 nearly 30 it's like oh yeah well dating someone who's 19 or, or 20 yeah 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 i mean they're yeah i mean it's a big age gap isn't it and i think the difference between 
where we were, say, like five years ago. Yeah. Level of maturity is huge. Oh mate. my god! But also saying that, I, I like, I've dated a girl who was twenty three, mm. who was so immature, like so mature. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. And I'm dating Emily now. She is so mature, like unbelievable. Like she acts like she's twenty five, twenty six. And I'm like, wow, there is a big difference there. But that's because of life lessons and experience. I've realised that women who haven't really lived through a lot and this goes again the same thing for men as well mm -hmm. if you haven't had a lot of life experiences it doesn't matter how well educated you are even have a, if you haven't had a lot of life experiences your maturity level is very low and your emotional maturity is very low when you have gone through hardship if you've gone through l crazy life experiences with family <clears> friends relationships at a young age you are definitely way older at a younger age you understand things more because you had to. You had to. You, it's like life forced you to grow up. And I went through it with my first girlfriend. I had to grow up because she was older than me. Because we got a house together. Because we got a cat together. Because we got all these things that were happening. We were thinking about having kids. And when you're, when I was, I was 19. So when you're that young and you're thinking about those sort of things, when you should normally be thinking about these things when you're 30, I was thinking them 10 years younger. That's when you go, oh, I've got to grow up now. I've got, mm. I really have to. And I think that's when I've realized with with women I've dated, when age again, and I guess it goes back to what we're, we're kind of answering now, age is nothing, doesn't mean anything. But at the same time, it's very prominent when that person hasn't lived. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult to put it down to, well, what do you find as like, what do you define as when someone hasn't lived or had experience? I guess someone who's been sheltered, that doesn't have much life experience yeah actually. like sheltered yeah, by yeah. their parents you know who yeah, have protected it, them overly i think a big part of it is like the emotional intelligence yeah like understanding how people work and yeah. how people feel yeah 100%. that's a big part of maturity i think 100 percent. and i guess self-awareness is a big part as well yeah um but yeah what what's your max and minimum um i think honestly i think the minimum i would date is 22 like honestly that would be the minimum like if i was thinking seriously dating someone who's 22 and see look, look okay uh, let me actually reframe that because i probably wouldn't actually date someone like really early 20s seriously because i would just know that i just don't think for me that would have longevity yeah so i've always thought the same thing in my head, I'm always thinking like, well, if I if I date someone who's early twenties, they're one day gonna wake up and go, oh my god, I'm only in my mid twenties now. I want to actually live life a little bit and have fun. And you're like, oh, I've wasted three, four years with you. Yeah. But again, it goes back to the life experiences. I think when you meet someone who's gone through a lot of shit yeah. or a no, lot of things. By the way, that's not me saying about no, you. No, no, bro, no, no. I'm not. But that's what I'm <clears> trying to say. I'm explaining like the the fact that when you do date someone who has actually gone through a lot of life experiences, their mentality. And also you've got to remember women age a lot quicker than guys. So when they're already in their early 20s, I mean, I'm not saying, it, it also dependent on like, I guess it, London girls are very emotionally immature i've i've i think um but normally i would say it as a general thing most women who are in their early 20s are way more mature than men and are already waiting for okay i'm actually ready to date more seriously and they can be in long relationships whereas men 
we're horny buggers. We want to go through life. We want to shag. We want to experience loads of different things. We have this mentality of, you know, too much testosterone and we just need to exert that. And I think when we're later, I think around 25 plus, that's when you start thinking, okay, I've lived. It's time to maybe, you know, find a wifey. I th- that's how I see things. Mm. So minimum would be 22, depending on their life experiences and what they've gone through as a person, um, which I can tell very, very soon in, in, on a first date. And then I think the maximum, probably like early 30s, 31, 32. Anything older, I think no, just because in my head, I don't want kids until I'm in my 30s and they probably would want to have kids at sooner rather than later yeah. and that gives pressure on the relationship <laughs> and or i have dated girls who have had kids and that's a huge thing where like you're great and you're honestly amazing person but i just can't be a stepdad and i can't and i and it sounds really selfish and and honestly I, I may get hate for this but when i end up having kids i want our first children to be together. I'm the same, yeah. You know, like I just, I, I, I don't want to be a stepdad and then have my kids. I want to, I want to have our children together and uh, and it to be the first time for both of us. Mm. So, and and that is dependent on, you know, a lot of women who are in their early 30s do have children. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. And, and that's not me saying that, okay, women who are in their early 30s who have children can't date younger men. But I think it does definitely, you know, put a smaller bracket of, what men you can date and we've spoken about that bracket before you know in terms of like who bracket for men brackets for men and brackets for women and where you can date you know i think there we won't get into that but you know i think for me that's where i see it what's your minimum and maximum interesting uh probably for for an actual serious saying that i'm gonna pursue seriously i think around 25 and 30 two three maybe mm, yeah uh, that makes sense but yeah anyway let's leave it at that because i feel like we have um it's great it's been guys honestly please uh let us know your thoughts we'd love to hear you know your own you know thoughts on these opinions and these and these debates we we are open to conversations you know we don't necessarily know everything and we're, we're only speaking on experience and how we feel you know um please comment below we'll respond as well we love to chat and and talk to you guys more and more and create more of an open conversation with you guys um the next thing i will say we want to add some topics from you so if you have something that you want to talk about or um something that's happened to you and you're not really quite sure you feel like you're on your own we won't name you don't worry but we will go through comments and on the next episode we will try to answer um i guess it's like a dilemma but it's not really a dilemma it's just to open a new topic of conversation on what you feel that you guys want us to talk about yeah so we'll do some if you want to dm dilemmas dm them to us because obviously you want them to be anonymous and then for any podcast general topics just comment below yeah uh yeah we'd love to love to answer a few questions yeah and see what you guys want us to talk about really 100 percent. and guys do not forget we have an exclusive episode each week on patreon uh it's only three dollars 99 and it's really really getting juicy you get to see the juicy episode with yeah. miles's new uh new girl new wifey uh but no honestly it's it's way more broken down it's cut more back. chills cut back we talk and also it's a it's a it's a time for you guys to get to really know our personal lives like we talk about really interesting topics on playtime but on on patreon we divulge more 
about what's going on in our lives and the i think the dirty details the dirty details um so yeah go subscribe if you haven't already please give a thumbs up to this beautiful youtube video or if you're listening and watching on spotify give it a rating because we want to get higher than i think we're on 3.6 stars because of our first five episodes and no one's ever redone the 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 rating since then so please it means a lot to us if you could whack that rating back up for us um and yeah that's it thank you guys so much for joining us and you know we love and respect you thank you so much see you next time